0: Hello
1: and welcome back to The Power of Now, A Guide to Spiritual Enlightenment with Gilda and Barbara. We're doing a book study on this book written by Eckhart Tolle. We hope you have your copy so that you can follow along. Today we are on Chapter 8, Section 7, Enlightened Relationships, Dissolving the Collective Female Pain Body. My name is Barbara Wainwright and I'm here with Gilda c Welcome, Gilda. Thank you. A student asks, why is the pain body more of an obstacle for women? And Eckhart responds The pain body usually has a collective as well as personal aspect. The personal aspect is the accumulated residue of emotional pain suffered in one's own past. The collective one is the pain accumulated in the collective human psyche. Over thousands of years through disease, torture, war, murder, cruelty, madness, and so on. Everyone's personal pain body also partakes of this collective pain body. There are different strands in the collective pain body. For example, certain races or countries in which extreme forms of strife and violence occur have a heavier collective pain body than others. Anyone with a strong pain body and not enough consciousness to disidentify from it will not only continuously or periodically be forced to relive their emotional pain, but may also easily become either the perpetrator or the victim of violence depending on whether their pain body is predominantly active or passive. On the other hand, they may also be potentially closer to enlightenment. This potential isn't necessarily realized, of course, but if you are trapped in a nightmare, you will probably be more strongly motivated to awaken than someone who is just caught in the ups and downs of an ordinary dream. I think it's very interesting that you and I were just talking about our this very thing, right? This very thing. We were talking about how we have our own personal experiences that can trigger our pain body, as well as we have past lifetime experiences that we may need to help heal in this lifetime.
0: Apart from her personal pain body, every woman has her share in what could be described as a collective female pain body, unless she is fully conscious. This consists of accumulated pain suffered by women partly through male subjugation of the female through slavery exploitation, rape, childbirth, child loss, and so on, over thousands of years. The emotional or physical pain that for many women precedes and coincides with the menstrual flow is the pain body and its collective aspect that awakens from its dormancy at that time, although it can be triggered at other times, too. it restricts the free flow of life energy through the body of which menstruation is a physical expression let's dwell on this for a moment and see how it can become an opportunity for enlightenment
1: i think this is really important to acknowledge and i don't know how it came about that women like he says women have accumulated pain through male subjugation of the female. Although I have heard that there was a time in history when women were seen as more powerful than men. Now, it wasn't physically more powerful, because men have always been the dominantly more physical than women, but it was spiritually more powerful. And because there was an imbalance of that spiritual power over the physical power of men, that men retaliated and began the subjugation of the female because of their physical prowess. And at some time, hopefully in the near future, there will be a beautiful balance between the physical male and the spiritual female. Often a woman is taken over by the pain body at that time. It has an extremely powerful energetic charge that can easily pull you into unconscious identification with it. You are then actively possessed by an energy field that occupies your inner space and pretends to be you, but of course it is not you at all. It speaks through you, acts through you, thinks through you. It will create negative situations in your life so that it can feed on the energy. It wants more pain in whatever form. I've described this process already. It can be vicious and destructive. It is pure pain, past pain, and it is not you. I think it's important to recognize that it's not you. It's important to acknowledge that we have past energy, like he's saying here, that comes into our present experience. And it would be brilliant if we could acknowledge that it's not about right now. It's about something that happened a long time ago. Let's transmute that energy and become very present In the moment right now where we have our power, the power of now. And be at peace within
0: ourselves. And I feel like that's one of the reasons why it's important to know yourself so that you're able to determine which feelings really belong to you and which ones don't. Because there could just be old emotions that are coming up maybe from the collective. And... I think once you start to really learn yourself and know yourself, I guess know thyself, you're able to separate yourself from those emotions and all the other negativity that may not necessarily really belong to you.
1: So yeah, I I agree. It's 100% important to tune in, recognize when we're having an emotion, it might be an emotion that is meant to, or the purpose behind it is to take us within to come to better know ourselves, as opposed to having an emotion that says, oh, now we got to go fight, right? That's ego. I got to go fight and fight or flight because I got ego going on there. Maybe that emotion is there for us to go within and have a healing moment.
0: The number of women who are now approaching the fully conscious state already exceeds that of men and will be growing even faster in the years to come. Men may catch up with them in the end, but for some considerable time, there will be a gap between the consciousness of men and that of women. Women are regaining the function that is their birthright and therefore comes to them more naturally than it does to men. To be a bridge between the manifested world and the unmanifested, between physicality and spirit. Your main task as a woman now is to transmute the pain body so that it no longer comes between you and your true self, the essence of who you are. Of course, you also have to deal with the other obstacle to enlightenment, which is the thinking mind. But the intense presence you generate when dealing with the pain body will also free you from identification with the mind.
1: And that's a really beautiful thing right there. If you are conscious enough to recognize that the pain that you're feeling simply wants to be healed and transmuted, instead of striking out from the egoic mind and trying to inflict pain on somebody else to make yourself feel better, if you can recognize that it's just being brought up to be healed, then you will be free being conscious and aware that that energy the pain that's coming up for each one of us is coming up because it's there to be healed to be acknowledged to have the light shine on it to be healed we might have memories that might come up for us of things that happened to us in the past, there's a saying that says life doesn't happen to us, it happens for us. And I would postulate based on this last paragraph we just read that that's true. And when we get triggered by a memory that causes pain, that that is our opportunity to recognize that that energy is something that needs to be healed within us. It's an indicator. It's like, hello, we're trying
0: to get through to you.
1: You have something that needs to be healed here.
0: Right. And instead of maybe being angry or upset with that person, you can thank them for giving you the opportunity to have that feeling come up within you so that you can transmute it so that it doesn't, Come up again, and if it does come up again, it's not going to be as bad or as thick as it was the first time around. So then you're able to slowly transmute it, and I guess clear those pipes and all that residue that comes with that person, or whatever memory you might have attached to that feeling that is coming up for you. You're able to thank them for having it come up so it's not stuck inside of you anymore.
1: Absolutely, that was beautiful,
0: (laughs) that was perfect. That's exactly right.
1: It's a gift that they are giving you. Even though in the moment your egoic mind wants to go, you know, strike out. It's not about that. It's about, oh, there's that energy in there. I didn't know it was in there. It's in my body. Ew, let me heal that and make it go away. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Uh, And that's why he says here, when dealing with the pain body, you will also free you from identification with the mind which is where all our pain and suffering comes from. (laughs) Okay. The first thing to remember is this. As long as you make an identity for yourself out of the pain, you cannot become free of it. As long as part of your sense of self is invested in your emotional pain, you will unconsciously resist or sabotage every attempt that you make to heal that pain. Why? Quite simply because you want to keep yourself intact. And the pain has become an essential part of you. This is an unconscious process. And the only way to overcome it is to make it conscious. So just like you were saying, Gilda, they gave you a gift. If they triggered something within you that you identify with as pain, that person just gave you the gift of consciousness or awareness.
0: To suddenly see that you are... Or have been attached to your pain can be quite a shocking realization. The moment you realize this, you have broken the attachment. The pain body is an energy field, almost like an entity, that has become temporarily lodged into your inner space. It is life energy that has become trapped energy that is no longer flowing. Of course, the pain body is there because certain things that have happened in the past, it is the living past in you. And if you identify with it, you identify with the past. The victim identity is the belief that the past is more powerful than the present, which is the opposite of the truth. It is the belief that other people and what they did to you are responsible for who you are now, for your emotional pain or your inability to be your true self. The truth is that the only power there is is contained within this moment. It is the power of your presence. Once you know that, you also realize that you are responsible for your inner space now nobody else's, and that the past cannot prevail against the power of now.
1: So identification prevents you from dealing with the pain body. Some women who are already conscious enough to have relinquished their victim identity on the personal level are still holding on to a collective victim identity, what men did to women. They're right. And they are also wrong. They are right in as much as the collective female pain body is in large part due to the male violence inflicted on women and repression of the female principle throughout the planet over millennia. They are wrong if they derive a sense of self from this fact, and thereby keep themselves imprisoned in a collective victim identity. If a woman is still holding on to anger, resentment, or condemnation, she is holding on to her pain body. This may give her a comforting sense of identity, of solidarity with other women, but it is keeping her in bondage to the past, and blocking full access to her essence and true power. If women exclude themselves from men, that fosters a sense of separation, and therefore a strengthening of the ego. And the stronger the ego, the more distant you are from your true nature.
0: Do not use the pain body to give you an identity. Use it for enlightenment instead. Transmute it into consciousness. One of the best times for this is during menses. I believe that in the years to come, many women will enter the fully conscious state during that time. Usually, it is a time of unconsciousness for many women, as they are taken over by the collective female pain body. Once you reach a certain level of consciousness, however, you can reverse this. So instead of becoming unconscious, you become more conscious. I have described the basic process already. let me take you through it again. This time, the special reference to the collective female pain body. When
1: you know that the menstrual flow is approaching, before you feel the first signs of what is commonly called premenstrual tension, the awakening of the collective female pain body, become very alert And inhabit your body as fully as possible. When the first sign appears, you need to be alert enough to catch it before it takes you over. For example, the first sign may be a sudden, strong irritation or a flash of anger. Or it may be a purely physical symptom. Whatever it is, catch it before it can take over your thinking or behavior. This simply means putting the spotlight of your attention on it. If it is an emotion, feel the strong energy charged behind it. Know that it is the pain body. At the same time, be the knowing. That is to say, be aware of your conscious presence and feel its power. Any emotion that you take your presence into will quickly subside and become transmuted. If it is a purely physical symptom, the attention that you give it will prevent it from turning into an emotion or a thought. Then continue to be alert and wait for the next sign of the pain body. When it appears, catch it again in the same way as before.
0: Later, when the pain body has fully awakened from its dormant state, You may experience considerable turbulence in your inner space for a while, perhaps for several days. Whatever form this takes, stay present. Give it your complete attention. Watch the turbulence inside you. Know it is there. Hold the knowing and be the knowing. Remember, do not let the pain body use your mind and take over your thinking. Watch it. Feel its energy directly inside your body. As you know, full attention means full acceptance.
1: Through sustained attention and thus acceptance there comes transmutation the pain body becomes transformed into radiant consciousness just as a piece of wood when placed in or near a fire itself is transformed into fire menstruation then will become not only a joyful and fulfilling expression of your womanhood but also a sacred time of transmutation When you give birth to a new consciousness, your true nature then shines forth, both in its female aspect as the goddess and in its transcendental aspect as the divine being that you are beyond male and female duality. And I just had this thought, imagine if women all over the world came together when it was they were menstruating and all together became very present and aware and transmuted the collective female pain body.
0: I imagine it would be very nice.
1: I think it would transform the planet.
0: If your male partner is conscious enough, he can help you with the practice I have just described by holding the frequency of intense presence, particularly at this time. If he stays present, whenever you fall back into unconscious identification with the pain body, which can and will happen at first, you'll be able to quickly rejoin him in that state. This means that whenever the pain body temporarily takes over, whether during menses or at other times. Your partner will not mistake it for who you are. Even if the pain body attacks him, as it probably will, he will not react to it as if it were you, he will withdraw or put up some kind of defense. He will hold the space of intense presence. Nothing else is needed for transformation. At other times, you will be able to do the same for him or help him reclaim consciousness from the mind by drawing his attention into the here and now whenever he becomes identified with his thinking.
1: I love that. In this way, a permanent energy field of a pure and high frequency Will arise between you. No illusion, no pain, no conflict, nothing that is not you, and nothing that is not love can survive in it. This represents the fulfillment of the divine transpersonal purpose of your relationship. It becomes a vortex of consciousness that will draw in many others. Well, that's the end of this session. I hope you have found some value here. We'd love to hear from you. In the meantime, I hope you have a wonderful next week and stay conscious. Bye for now. Bye. If you've enjoyed this podcast and you'd like to go deeper into a spiritual conversation, you can join our Facebook group, The Power of Now, A Guide to Spiritual Enlightenment with Gilda and Barbara. Or you can contribute by going to wainwrightglobal.com forward slash go forward slash
0: support.